Hi everyone, welcome into Primetime TV show right here at WeBeam TV. I'm Barbara Marville and I want to thank you for joining us today because we have a very special edition called What's Your Story that we air from time to time with my dear friend and business colleague of many different brands. <laughs> we have Bellissimo Publishing, Helena Trangata, also known as Tinkerbella, <laughs> sharing her wisdom and all that she does in the community. And with great pleasure, I introduce not only a very beautiful guest, wonderful person, but a dear best friend from, I can't even count how many years ago, Angel Nally. Hi, Hi, sweetheart. Barbara. Thanks for having me. Who would have known, right? I was on your massage table a long time ago for many, many years. Yes. Who would have thought that we would be here sharing your story, which we used to share many of our stories yes. way back when. And Angel's book has been released and it's already selling off the shelves. It's called Angel's Wings. And I just think this is such a reflection of who you are, who you were, who you've become and where you're going and how this is needed. It is such Thank a you. need and a great read. I have Thank to tell you. you, I thumbed through this and I'm going to turn this over to you and Helena because um, Helena is like a fairy godmother to so many of us. <laughs> She's helped give birth to us authors. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, and I'm still in the conception stages. But this is really, because we were actually in the same workshop last year and... Um, at I the was direct connection. At the at direct, the direct connection. And this is Mona G. Oh, Mona G. I know you're watching mm -hmm. out there, sweetheart. Mwah. We'll see you on Women Unscripted, okay? Mona G. Hey, Mona. That's where so much happened. And with a just a you know, a, a small group of hope to be, wanna-be authors. Mm -hmm. And I know you enrolled as kind of like the last minute and I saw you on Facebook and encouraging yeah, you to because I didn't know Angel. No, no, I knew I didn't know her at all. I'd never met her. I didn't even know of her. And then you between you and Mona, you brought her to our class. See? And now I get the pleasure of meeting not now but then i got the pleasure of meeting miss angel and what a sweetheart both ways too <laughs> sweetheart of course knowing that the two of us were going to be in the same room we had some uh, i had to separate we had them. some boundaries I had, yeah <laughs> they I had to separate us it's just like it's like, it's like 12 year olds in the back of class <laughs> i'm like do we have to separate you two? <laughs> we have so much to catch up on though because we hadn't really seen each other except in passing shopping somewhere um know. you know once in a while but i'd say do you have your yeah. homework done no <laughs> yeah we kind of had the same work ethic we have had a lot of fun i've been the told years. they're both libras maybe that yes we are <laughs> let's see mine's the third and yours is the 12th yep See that? Very, very, very. And we are very, very similar in nature. Yes. But you know what? We're having a lot of fun here talking about just our history together and all that. Yeah. But guess what? It wasn't always a bed of roses. And there were many times where both Angel and I did feel like we were in the pits, as I'm sure Helena yes. has mentioned. Mm -hmm. At times, we all go through those mm -hmm. things in life. But we become stronger, you know don't what we? they say. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Here we are. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. right. <laughs> so, where did you get your strength? I know the answer to this. Where'd you get the strength to write this book? Well, I guess my strength was discovered over time. Um, I had pretty much lost faith with everything else in my life. And yet, somehow, I had strength. And um, I've always written. I've always shared through the written pen, um, by writing 
my um, my story, my expressions, my feelings, my thoughts. Sometimes they come out a lot better than I speak. So um, writing was nothing new, but I had to find my faith again um, after having a marriage of 18 years that wasn't always good in many ways and losing myself in that relationship as a former codependent person taking care of somebody and being responsible for everything in their lives um, I had lost myself so um, my faith in God and having Christ in my life has really brought healing to me and has helped me to discover the woman I was meant to become yes. before I lost my way you know, um, being easily caught up in, you know, you know, flutters and, you know, uh, how do we get, um, we think we're in love, but we don't know what love is. <laughs> so for me, it was a real journey. And I always would have women like yourself, um, as I was a massage therapist formerly. And so many women have shared their own, um, stories of pain they've suffered from feeling like they were invisible in a marriage, mm, mm, mm. Um, feeling uh, emotionally neglected, um, abused in different ways, uh, insecure financially, you know, having to carry the weight and the burden of everything and just having sure. an absent um, partner or spouse and um, just trying to juggle everything all together and eventually you end up burned out and you wonder where God is and then one day you let everything go and then you start to rebuild your life and fortunately um, I didn't give up on life um, I had wanted to for many years but the way that uh, God would have it is I would discover that I had strength that I didn't know I had isn't that amazing that's a miracle yes, it is a miracle just when we think we could give up yes. that could be a choice yes but we don't something kept you know, keeps us going along, you know, be it our pets, our kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, something that we have a connection to that won't let us give up. That's right. Would you say it's that, deem, that deep burning desire of passion that came up and moved you forward? Actually, no. I, I would love to say that all of a sudden because I kept waiting for that. That's as why my I'm publisher asking. would tell me. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it 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 felt like I it was something I felt compelled to do, but didn't know how. Mm. And you know, God has perfect timing because I Mona G reached out to me as well and said she felt it was my time that I had wisdom to share with others and writing a book and to come to the workshop running into you it's like you're like you have to come <laughs> and I just was like okay I'm just gonna you know I know nothing I don't have the confidence to do this sort of thing but I'm going to do it so meeting and I have to tell you she did a great job she did <laughs> and part of the things you know, we could talk about that if you choose to. But part of the things was she wanted to understand every step. Yeah. And not all authors do. Not all writers want to, you know, that's that's my job is to customize it to what you want. But she really did want to know what every step, how it worked. Uh, we had some issues with the, um, the word processor she was using. And she didn't feel comfortable with that. So she switched over to another one, which meant she had to learn that. 
And when she did that, she was so proud of herself. So it gave her more confidence. Each step of the way, as she was learning, her confidence was going up. And so it took her a little longer because she did it all herself. It, this wasn't just a, I wrote the book, now you publish it. It was like, I wrote the book, now you help me publish it, which is what we did. Yeah. And she was amazing. You are amazing. Oh, well, thank because you. Because the fact that I thought she was putting me off, but really, she was learning each step. Yeah. And, and does, you encouraged me through all of that. Yeah. You saw yeah. something I couldn't see in myself, and you would say... <clears throat> things that would help encourage me along well, sometimes the way. we would be speaking over the telephone and she might not quite get it but we met in person then she would get that mm -hmm. um, so that's what I pride myself on is being able to customize it to what each of my authors want because some of them want like I said they just want to turn it over say now you publish it some of them want a lot of hand-holding some of them want they come in with the book is totally complete all they need is two steps and it's done where you continued to write, mm -hmm. brought these fabulous little short stories that you've written to us mm -hmm. for all of us, but you brought them to me and I was like, this has to be published. Mm -hmm. My um, my deadline for that would have been a little shorter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? She did it and, and we're so proud of you. And Barb's proud of you too. I mean, that's, and she's gonna be speaking this week. Yes, at the Direct Connection for a network of Christian women um, at Direct Connection with Mona G. Mm -hmm. Starts at 11 o'clock until Thursday. 1 on Thursday, a $5 uh, fee. And I'm looking forward to stepping out, yeah. taking baby steps. <laughs> Is this your first time speaking? It will group? be my second. Yeah? Well, in this capacity, others, you know, outside of teaching and, you know, uh, church setting. But, yeah. How exciting is that? I'm so proud of you. Thanks. This is so beautiful. And I remember when you first came in and um, to our group. Where, when was that? When I was uh, late. About, uh, right about a year ago. <laughs> yeah. It was right when about you a year were late. ago. I just woke up. <laughs> was I supposed to be here or what? <laughs> that was beautiful. But you know, talk about God's plan and how he put all this together. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were all had a part in this mm -hmm. and including Mona and and I'm sure other people in the class as well yes. contributed to your to your success. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about your success a little bit. So Barb's shown in the book. Yeah, it's been out for how long now? Since November of last year, I launched it before Christmas. Um, I did it afraid. So I advise everybody just to do something afraid <coughs> and not perfect because once you jump off the bridge, it's all good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had some women come back and tell me some incredible things from it. It's helped give them courage to break away from relationships mm. oh, that have been abusive. That no doubt. And, um, yes. And I had one girl reach out to me and right before Christmas, sold her Christmas tree and everything, took the kids back home. So I was bad. so proud of her that she was like, I get it, and I'm going on. I'm moving on. See, somebody, you, you just never know. You never know. Whose heartstrings you're going to tap into yes. with with a read like this. And mm -hmm. it looks like we have time to take a break here real quick. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about Angel Wings. You can get this on Amazon. Get it before they're all sold out. We'll be right back. <laughs> at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hollox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at at a certain age so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi everyone, welcome back into Prime Time, our special edition today. <laughs> Why are you guys joking around over there? <laughs> our show today is What's Your Story? And we have quite a story here by Angel Nally, thanks to Bellissimo Publishing, mm -hmm. Helena Trangata, Angel's Wings. This is so perfect. How'd you come up with that name? Well, I just had a vision. It's like, you know, I just had a vision of uh, the name of the book, and um, that's what God gave me. See? It's just kind of that simple. And it's part of my um, journey of healing and um, growing and finding faith and learning to fly and do things like write a book, which I always wanted to do and um, have been encouraged to do for many years and so that was appropriate for the first for the first book i think it is definitely in fact i know it is learning to fly is just is so descriptive of what you went through in your life and mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier that you know times haven't always been all that great mm -hmm. um, you've got some great titles to your real authentic stories in here finding faith and learning to fly just what mm -hmm. you said yeah. And leaning on God's love to help mm -hmm. you spread those wings and keep you in the air. And mm -hmm. you're definitely flying, baby girl. You are flying. All of a sudden, now the nest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tell us about some of the chapters and, and where you were way back when, where you bridged yourself from here to here and learning to fly. What was it that pushed you, not over the edge, but into that next level? Well, I was very young when I first, you know, uh, left home and was with uh, my first, my former husband. And <coughs> I believe I was in love with being in love, which when you're young and you're not um, emotionally ready for a relationship or know the dynamics of it, you can get yourself ensnared into a lot of habits and systems that you believe are love but um, you can't identify what's healthy and not healthy. So for years living a very unhealthy and toxic relationship with most people in my life, because I was always one that would be there for others, but didn't expect anybody to be there for me. That was like weakness. Mm. Um, That's interesting. So I liked, yeah, so I figured it, the more independent that I was, the um, stronger of a person I was. 
But actually, it just set me up for um, being alone and even not letting God, inviting Him into my life to help, you know, me to realize that I needed a lot more help than I was letting on to even myself. You just go in automatic pilot and you're surviving. Mm -hmm. And you think it's life, but it's not. So coming to an end of an 18-year marriage, I divorced. And I was going to live at home with my dogs. <laughs> and find a good therapist and, you know, have happy hour. You know, that's where I was at that time in my life. There was not going to be another relationship. There was not going to be... You were you know, done. I was done. Over it. I was over it. You know, it was just, that was it. I've been there, done that, bought the shirt, <laughs> and then gave it away. You know, even burned it. So, um, and as life would have it, and like most people... When we're on our second, you know, chapter in life, so to speak, as a second wife or, you know, we come out of these bad relationships and then we're given this new opportunity and it's ugly the way you, it comes to the table. You know, nobody has a perfect history at a certain age. No, isn't that the truth? We all come with a ton of baggage. <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and a whole bunch of things we have to look at and it's scary as all get out. Um, but the man that God brought into my life... Uh, just had such a pure heart and he helped me to believe again um, because I myself didn't know where God was for many years. I had given up on God. And you did believe, you were a believer I did. before. At, at, four, at a very young age, I always loved Jesus. I worked at a church camp. I always had this heart for the things of God and I wanted to believe in all the goodness of God. And then as I walked into you know, adulthood, um, there was a lot of ugly. And even people that talked about knowing God were ugly people. And it mm. was... Um, I hate when that happens. I know. So, <laughs> so, the, so people have really... My passion has become to help represent and let people know the true character of God, which is He is loving. He is merciful. He's forgiving. He's a God of restoration. He's a God of hope. And in just to bring what I have found him to be, the truth, and have a personal integrity of that. Yes. And that's where I believe the world is lacking, um, even in our government. There's been a lack of integrity, which we're seeing now, and also in the church. People just yes. have lost their faith mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in these institutions like I did myself. So I just decided I'll become that institution. And the testament. The yeah, testament that's it. Of living it and being a believer. Mm -hmm. And you know what you're going to find in Angel's book is it's such an easy read. And I remember some of these being posted on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that about you, that you had that ability to write and reflect and evoke that sense of emotional peace in others. And that's why this book was definitely meant to be brought to fruition, which it has today. I love the cover. I love the pictures. It, just, it depicts you so beautifully well. Um, do I dare ask this unfair question of any... Oh, look at She's panicking. She's going, no. ah, she's going to ask like, me. Come on, Barb. <laughs> Bring it to me. Any, what's your favorite chapter? Oh, Lord, I don't know. <laughs> See? Probably the introduction. Everyone? Probably the dedication to my husband. Oh, tell you us. Know. Tell us. Tell us. Because it's about say? him. It's all about him. <laughs> I know Sean. Sean, 
Sean, I know you're watching out there, and we all love you. But he's a great, great guy, yeah. and I can understand. I was about to ask you the question that you answered before I ask it was, where did you find God again? And and it sounds like Sean was there for Sean you. Sean was there to help me to with that. renew. We made a commitment together to um, not repeat history. Mm. So we both were willing to get help that was needed to look at ourselves and to make some personal changes and decisions on how we wanted to live the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And faith was a big part of that for us. And so it hasn't been pretty. We've made lots of mistakes along the way, but we together have um, become stronger for it. And um, all I can say is that it's been just a blessing, mm -hmm. you know, and we continue to do it. He's very, we're both very involved in the faith community and um, even in our workplace, we're there to lend, you know, you know, a prayer to our clients, to encourage them um, to not to give up on, you know, that God, even though you don't hear him, he's doing something. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, something is happening if you just trust him, which is hard to do when you, you don't trust. Well, trust is a big thing, um, especially mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship and mm -hmm. you're going down that rabbit hole and it just doesn't this just keeps going down that rabbit hole yeah. with the lack of trust and how to get that back. But um, <coughs> you can get that back. But how long? How long have how, you been with Sean? How, how long? I've been with Sean 16 years. So it's been... Something's working. Hey, he's my best friend. Isn't like, that great? Yeah, I have the freedom to, have an, you know, to be an individual with him, have an opinion. We both can agree to disagree and um, we both put each other first and I've got his back and he's got mine. And that was something I'd never experienced before in most of my life. Sure, sure. So, and it still amazes me. Um, and, and it makes me sad because I know there's a lot of women that don't have that and they never will. Mm -hmm. I'm fortunate, you know, I had known him 10 years previous, so I already knew his character as a person. Mm -hmm that way. So I, I did have that opportunity to know him. Um, but yeah. Do you think that had something to do with it? Um, knowing who he was as a person prior to you guys becoming oh, yes. an item? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I was not looking. I was very distrusting at this point and, you know, of meeting him. And I, I could, I knew I could trust him. I saw him in the worst of his circumstances too, and how he reacted to yes. things. Yes. Um, but no, I did not trust most people at that point at the end of my divorce. Um, one of the things that you said though, was when um, you said it was in the beginning, it wasn't pretty. <clears throat> you said it wasn't pretty, but you know, I have to tell you that now, and I don't know Sean very well. I've only met him once or twice. But I have to tell you that it's beautiful now. Yes, it is. The story is beautiful now. So you actually remolded each other mm -hmm. and allowed God to remold you. Yeah. And that's what I think is, is so beautiful is you've taken what might have been a negative and you've put it together and turned it around mm -hmm. with a lot of work, obviously, yeah. work and prayer and, mm -hmm. and um, blessings. Yes. Great by the grace of God, you've yeah. you've come into this place of beauty. Yes, it which, is. as we all know, can you know relationships can turn on a dime, and they can. You can go home tonight, and he could say, 
Why'd you talk about me, Barb? No, he would be totally. His ears might be red right now, but he's got a smile on his face. No, but what I'm saying is, no, exactly. you know, I, I, we all, I mean, all of us yeah. are married right now, mm -hmm. and so all of us have our ups and downs. It's not like we it's your 16 years. It doesn't mean that it's just going to smooth sailing from yeah. on, now on out because we have new lessons to learn every day. Well, and life happens, and things are, you know, put on our lap that we've never dealt with before. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. getting back to keeping the faith in God and knowing that you have that strength. Yeah. It's what gets us through things. Oh, you know, yeah. I was observing, um, I had some real aha moments at the first workshop that we were all together. And Helena thought, because I am a, wor a woman of many words, <laughs> and I was like, were you there that night? Or were you, I think you, where I was just really quiet. And Helena asked me that, I, or I don't know, during the break, she said, are you okay? Or are you, you know... I was really observing all the comments. I mean, I'm talking about gut-wrenching stories that these women were sharing. Mm -hmm. And even though I've been in the process of writing my book series for many, many years, I'm thinking, you know, what I have to say or what I've been through isn't anything like what these girls are sharing. And, mm -hmm. and yet yeah. we all have these different levels of where we've been mm -hmm. that we want to share so that it can help inspire and motivate you mm -hmm. to follow your heart, keep your faith, never give up, and all those great things that Helena is really an angel too because she brings us together. Yes. Brings us together. We had, she had, we had a last minute, uh, what would you call it, a crash lunch last week, right? <laughs> right. She calls me up and says, what are you doing? I said, well, I just got up from a nap with the dogs. <laughs> she says, well, I'm going over to the steakhouse and I'm going to get myself a steak and potato. Come on with me. So I did. And we were sitting there talking. We, I know we have a break coming up here. But the interesting thing, we were talking about my book. And um, I said, well, are, I asked her some questions about it and everything. And she said, well, you're talking about this and you're talking about that. And, you know, I know you're going to get your book done, but let's just get it done already. Right? <laughs> and it, it, she just comes right from her heart and just says, let's get it done. Just like to you, mm -hmm. let's get it done. And you got it done. And I'd like to say real quick, um, I wasn't always trusting of women in my life. I haven't had really good relationships where women can be un they can be unfriendly. They can not be nice you're and so, competitive. You're so nice. <laughs> that they can be unfriendly. She didn't <laughs> say that we could be bitches. <laughs> 20 seconds. <laughs> G or PG, but anyway, <laughs> find women you can trust. There'll be women that will see the best in you, want to bring it out, right. not want to um, keep you hidden. Exactly. They will lift you up. They will edify you. They Hold will your thought. You. You're absolutely right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen.
Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hollox is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at at a certain age so this is supposed to happen no it's not supposed to happen almost i was almost on air welcome back everyone i hope you're enjoying the show today i'm barbara marville kelly with me is angel nally author of angel's wings and then who's responsible for this is bellissimo publishing <laughs> helena mm -hmm. trangata you know we were just talking during the break and reflecting back how all this came to be it, it wasn't an accident it was meant to be i just said to helena <laughs> when did when did you have that awakening yeah. of where you were going in your life it's been eight years seven it must eight, have been eight years? or nine years ago and it's actually Barb's fault. <laughs> exactly. That's how long we've been friends. We weren't friends at that night. No, but you, well, I was coming to your networking group to practice how to yes. speak in front of real people. Small, uh, small groups of small people. Right. Because she'd already been on the I, TV I, I, speaking to how many thousands of people on a daily millions basis. Millions of people. Millions stuff, of people, yes. I, I, I'd get sweaty palms and a dry throat talking to groups okay so, so we had a networking group there mm -hmm. at crescent oaks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, barb asked me to this thing in her house on a friday night i think it was it was, a was like, it's a woman coaching group it was but i did take back your energy yes, take back your it was life. compass coaching but she was like come on over and i'm like uh, I've, I've got stuff to do the next day i gotta get up early and she, and she was like come on over and i'm like uh, and she, and she said oh well you can bring your cards and handout cards i was like okay so i went in there with the idea i was gonna get out of there early i had my you know timer set on my watch i was like i was leaving because i had things to do the next day and there was it was an emotional overwhelming emotional evening for me i mean and i think it was for a lot of the people there so british our our friend british but she was actually barb's friend at the time was speaking barb even though it was at her house barb was kind of setting back and i didn't know her well enough to know that there was some stuff going on with her and um come to find out later her mother-in-law had passed away that day same day and you of course knew i Edna knew May. her very well and mm -hmm. i didn't and i didn't even know barb well enough to know that what was going on with her she was sitting kind of in the back but we're all here and british is going through this compass coaching program and the topic was take back uh, what the question was well the question that i asked the women because i knew it would hit home like it did for me if you had all the material things in the world plenty of money in the bank a new car the home that you dreamed of would you be doing what you're doing right now and i shut up 
And I was determined I wasn't going to break down, have emotional. I mean, people were crying. People were sharing. People, it was just like this emotional bomb had gone off in the room and we were hugging. We stood up. We had group hugs. I mean, I didn't know anybody in the room except British. Very, very little did I know British. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was my first time. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. And Barb, who was really not participating, which now we know the reason why. And I mean, but we're, and um, Sharon was there, remember? And so we had this. There was people that were going through cancer. There was people that had, I mean, every every little person who talked had some emotional. And I, I'm looking at my watch going, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going, came to me and I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> you know what fine means, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it went on around the room and I excused myself and I left. And I got in the car. I was bawling, bawling. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. So I called a friend who was also invited to this, Alice Delgado, bless her heart, another angel. And I called her and uh, I knew that she wasn't there for a reason. I knew she'd probably still be up, so to speak. And I said, I don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened. I went in there. I don't know what happened. I don't know what it means, but I know it was big. And so I became a coaching client. Um, It was an online coaching group. I became a coach, as did Barb. That's where we started our life coaching. And we got certified through Compass. And I had no idea what my niche was. But God showed me. And now? And now, and now I published, I don't even know how many books. I kind of lost track. Somewhere around, I don't know, 60 books. Six, for 60 people, 60 books for not as many authors, because some of them are fourth and fifth books. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard so many wonderful stories like yours. I've uh, met wonderful people. Um, I'm, I'm as tickled to hear their story and see it published as they are. I, you know, yeah. it, I, I'm tickled that you finally got past the fear and, and published yours, and I will be relieved. Barb, oh my God! We're all waiting for this one. We're all relieved. We are all yes, because we've been like. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> because somebody's waiting for it. Somebody yeah. needs your story. There That's you go. You That's said. somebody Perfect. needs your story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And she's got a lot more than one story. She's got the C- superhero book, which she's done for her little grandson. And um, mm-hmm. I say to her all the time, because you, some of you have known me for the other show, the other Women's Unscripted show, you know that I'm passionate about babies and especially babies who come in this world and maybe don't have everything perfect for them. And we all, we want them all to yeah. know they can be superheroes. Yeah. That's no right. matter how they got That's started, right. what... Mm-hmm. You know, what they may not have had in their life, they all are superheroes from the day that they're conceived, really, mm-hmm. and they're brought into the world, And but they lose sight of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they lose sight of it be- for any number of reasons. Oh, my gosh, there's so mm-hmm. many reasons. But we want them to know, and she's got a book already written in her yeah. head to share with these children, to show that they're, to help them believe help them believe that they're superheroes and what little boy or girl do you know who doesn't need that oh that's right that's right well you know there's so many of us from the generation and i don't know if you can relate to this or not but you know back in the day when we were raised i i mean it was lack of self-esteem lack of Mm self-confidence and believe me i did my research when i became pregnant with my first son and I, and I just prayed, get me through this and give me the tools that I need. So one talk show, another talk show, another mm-hmm. book here, another book there. And I still have to this day, your child's self-esteem, which was my Bible 
for my children because that was more important than anything. And as a parent, you often wonder, did you do the right thing? Did you do, you think you do? You do the best you can with what you have to do with. Today, they're blaming the parents, they're blaming this, they're blaming the, the teachers and the this and the that. And um, when I was raising my kids, I thought, well, I'm just going to do the very best I can do with them. Mm -hmm. And one day, Jason was over at the house. This was a few years ago. And ever since he found this box of pictures of when they were kids, just a box. I have the albums, mm -hmm. you know, the neat, yeah. tidy ones. Then you've got the box where they're still all messed up. And he'd always go pick up that box. And I'd say, Jason, I didn't want to know what the answer was as to why he always did that. I said, Jason, why do you always go through those, those, those boxes, the box of pictures? He says, cause I love looking at those pictures. I was a happy kid. That's a compliment. That I'm going, yes. oh, okay, all righty then. And so, you know, I didn't know what it was like to be a grandparent, but I wanted to be the best that I could be. And mm -hmm. I see what's happening out in the world. And I'm going through my second generation of superheroes, mind you, with Jason as being, <laughs> and then now JD. And he just... He believes he's a superhero. He and that is the most beautiful gift. He knows about God. Yeah. God is in the book, and it's just good old-fashioned fa family values yeah. and and just the good stuff that we need to bring back. And if each of us bring a little bit here and a little bit there, it's going to make a, a world of difference. So I'll get that book done. Of course, that's going to be in the works as long as I can live long enough to get get him through all that. But um, you know, getting back to your book and some of the chapters that you wrote, and, and I remember some of the words that you wrote in, in Facebook, would you, was it the daily message that you were getting that would inspire you to write, or did the Holy Spirit, as so often this happens, early in the morning, you get this thing like, wake up, go on the typewriter kind yep, of thing? That's exactly it. In my devotional time and just listening to the Holy Spirit and asking Him, you know, to reveal things to me, because a lot of the things in my book are the revelations of my own inadequacies or my own deceptions, you know, and growing past them and becoming a healthier person and to identify and what I would share with others mm -hmm. to maybe, you know, you have a young person or someone who's maybe divorced and, and seeking another relationship, what I would have done differently, mm. you know? Okay. And so in the morning I would just, you know, start reading my Bible and have some scripture and then it's like a flash card. Yes. Yes. And then I just start writing and it's like, wow, I'm, he's, you know, it says the Holy Spirit um, was a promise from God when Jesus died on the cross to come and be our teacher and comforter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I always remember that because as he was teaching me and the stuff was painful, I also felt his comfort. Isn't it's almost like an oxymoron? Yes. It's like feeling yeah. bad but feeling good, but feeling bad but feeling yeah. good, but you really end up feeling good in the yeah, end. Yeah, because that's the love of God behind the Holy Spirit. Yes. yes. Is He brings you to a place where it's okay to look at your your stuff and see the stuff that brings you shame, mm -hmm. and He says it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be ashamed. I was there and saw it then, and loved you then, and I love you now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you don't have to go back to that. That's right. And, and that's that is just what. That peaceful, mm -hmm. that peacefulness that you get yes. from it. Exactly. Yes. Because I think so many of us go through life hanging on to this guilt. It's like a big boulder that we carry on our shoulders. Mm -hmm. It can be a false guilt, too. Because mm -hmm. if you have a false sense of responsibility for other people 
and what they're not doing for themselves and you're trying to take care of them or fix them and you're enabling them and don't know it, you also pick up a false sense of um, guilt. Yes. And you're carrying guilt that you don't even, um, it's not yours to carry. That's right. And then it, it feels like shame and yes. you don't know why. Yes. And we're, we're not meant to carry the shame of others or our own shame. Mm -hmm. That's why we have this awesome God that we can pray to and ask for forgiveness and ask for guidance, you know, and he'll bring people in our lives that will, you know, if you look back how it always says in the scripture, he goes before us, look how far he went before us. Helena at your house, mm -hmm. her becoming a publisher, mm -hmm. us in each other's lives, exactly. going way back. We know each other's story. Oh, like, yeah. Exactly. I remember your perfume was tea rose. <laughs> I hold that thought. <laughs> Taking a break. We'll be right back on the tea rose. That's so funny. At a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978.
at a certain age, so this is supposed to happen. No, it's not supposed to happen. I have an animal in my car. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back in, too. I feel like we're doing Women Unscripted today. I guess it's sort of like an abbreviated version, sort of, kind of. We'll be back the last Monday of the month. Angel's going to be coming back. But we do have some housekeeping in this last segment. We want to talk about the events coming up. And you have this more memorized in your brain cells than I do, Tink, so I'm going to turn it over to you. I don't know the date of Mona's. Um, oh, now you're making me look like I'm I sorry. Really I thought you said you had it. a flyer on it. So, <laughs> April oh, there we 7th. Go. Thanks April to John. 7th. Yes, John. Thank you very much. So we're um, actually first. We're you can keep that on the screen, John. But we're doing um, another writing workshop. So yes. it's a writing blogging workshop. Mm -hmm. um, it's um, before the publishing part. So we're um, separating the two. So it's going to be basic writing and. Um, a lot about what your story is, where you want your story to go, because some people want to blog, some people don't want to blog. Um, it's going to, um, uh, Mona and I are going to teach that together, and that, the intro class for that starts on March 27th at 6 o'clock at the Direct Connection. Mm -hmm. and then we did the intro first so you can kind of see where we're going we'll have agendas and things like that that is a complimentary class that night and then on the 7th of April uh, which is a Saturday uh, we will pre be presenting vision in a bottle I love that. and um, Barb and I are both vision vision coaches and we've done vision boards and I've done vision books but Mo when Mona and I sit down and talked about it she has developed this vision in a bottle mm -hmm. and it's quite creative it and I think creative. that you're going to love it because it's mm -hmm. you you have a bottle that's decorated the way you want it to and inside of the bottle is your vision and you can put it on your desk or your work area and see it every day and it's going to remind you that you have priorities it's going to you know you're going to put your goals in there and if it's getting that book published yep. or getting that blog published um, that can be right there in, yeah. on that space so that you can be looking at it. And it also is very pretty. It's not as um, kind of blasé as a, as a piece of poster board. but Exactly. Um, but I have to tell you, when I did do my vision board, what was in the center of it? A TV screen with my headshot in it because I wanted to have my own TV show. And that she, was did not, she did not at the time. I did not have See, my own TV show know. at the time. So you just never know. And we, you know what you think about, you bring about. Absolutely. We do, we also, I'm gonna say this real quickly and get back to Angel, but on Tuesday mornings, we, Tink and I are co-chairs for a Keep It Local group. And we did a vision board class. Well, John Gaston, who is the producer for Tampa Bay Multimedia, We Beam TV, Harris Haired, mm -hmm. that's this show. <laughs> he didn't have to do a vision board because he's living in his vision board here at the studio. You mm. come to the studio, you see John Gaston all over here <laughs> with the superheroes and everything. And it's just amazing. He's actually a superhero himself. Yeah. I think he's got a book in him that needs to come out. But yeah. back to <laughs> your book. And you started this last, right around this time last year, I think it was, right? Well, that's when I published it, yes. Yeah. Like, I had all my writing was pretty much there. Okay. So when I came to the group, which I highly suggest for anybody who's looking to write and share it publicly in some way, um, my writing was already there. It was just, I needed to understand how to get it out there. Yes. And with social media, I mean, I'm not this young kid who was raised in this stuff, so having the help of knowing the different avenues. Um, it was really helpful. 
and walking through the steps. And so I would suggest everyone has a story. If you've thought about it, just go. Take the complimentary workshop at Direct Connection. You've got great support there. Mona G., Gosh, you know, her too. She's been a big part of all of this for mm -hmm. all of us. It's pretty amazing. And she's, she is a coach. She is a mm -hmm. ordained minister. Yes. She mm -hmm. is an author. She is a published author yes. now, and she's working on her book. Yes. And so she's got a lot of skin in the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there's just something about the direct connection. It's just a, a, a lovely space, yes. and it's going to be exciting to get back over there again. Yes. I, I really missed it when we had the break there through the summer and all. But this is a perfect, perfect example of a dream come true. Yeah. Somebody that's always wanted to write a book and, and to mm -hmm. have you, you have scripture in here. You have your own stories in here, stories that you'll be able to relate to. And just real quickly, I know we're closing the show with just a couple minutes remaining. Did you say during the break that you have had several women that have broken away yes. since they've read your book? Yes. Wow. I have had some women that have read it and it confirmed for them that things weren't going to change, that they had to be the change that mm -hmm. they wanted, mm -hmm. um, which took me so long to come to realize myself. Mm -hmm. And life is just too short. Life's too short. And love looks like something. Yes. It has, um, it has attributes to it. It's patient. It's kind. It's tender. It's long-suffering. Um, and it is out there. Mm -hmm. There's people that do know how to love. That's right. Love isn't perfect, but it's tender. That's right. And it's strong. It is. And when you mm -hmm. find it, you know it. Yes. Matter of fact, a, a very dear friend of mine, she has taken the book into the women's shelter. Oh, um, she's made a connection with one, a woman there who's, you know, the women are hurting. They've had yes. to leave and they have the guilt. And... You know, my dream would be just that they would get the courage they need to change their <coughs> lives, mm -hmm. to have peace, and to know that they have a value. Yes. And exactly. they don't need another person to make them feel that value, that they have it within themselves. I'll tell you, that those are such words of wisdom, and that's one of the reasons why Angel has written this book. You're going to find this really enlightening, very enlightening, I can promise you that. And it's a quick one. It's a quick it's one. A quick one. And if you have any issues with your eyesight, it's certainly in decent print so we can, us baby boomers can see it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you and for having me. Helena, we've got, got just another minute remaining. And honestly, you know, writing your own book isn't like it used to be where you had gazillions of dollars where you'd have to go through a, a publisher and ay ay ay. Give Bellissimo Publishing a call, 727-457-9391. Leave you. a message, and you're on Facebook, right? That's right. All right. All so over the place. You can, you can check it out, and uh, maybe this time next year. We'll have some new books yes. in the making. Good? We'll have yours. Oh, yes. And we'll Mona's. And Mona's. And we'll get to interview Excuse you. Excuse me. Did I hear she said next year for sure? Well, yes, I heard you. Oh, that's right. We're in next year, aren't we? Yes, no, we but are. we're talking about after this, this class. Year, after yes. this class. You're right. Yours will be You're right. published. Yes. You're right. Is that You're correct? Don't right. wait. Please don't wait. Thank you for inspiring me to get it, get her done. We're going to kick we're you in the butt. <laughs> well, we're going to kick you, but we also do it because we love you. I know. We do. Well, I love you too. We love you. Thank you for Thank being with you. us today. Please share 
our yes. show today uh, on Facebook. And uh, the girls are going to be back for Women Unscripted. Mona's going to be joining us this time. Thank you. God bless. See you again. Thank you.